Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, you know, to his, to his brother, he says, hey, listen, I've got to tell you something. Can I trust you? And the brother's like, yeah, of course you can trust me. He goes, uh, I've got someone in the basement. And the brother's like, what? What are you talking about? You've got someone in the basement. He goes, yeah, I've got someone in the basement. And the person in the basement is the devil. The killings were graphic. They were excessive. And they were a bit old school in their style, in that the, the, the blood and effects was all was all practical. And there's a question in there, Devaldo. Can a serial killer have a part of them which is innocent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's done, all she wants is their seed and then she's done with them. <laughs> that's, all, that's all she... Oh, that she wants. It's another <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Flicksters. Deval and I are bringing you episode number... 119 man that sounds so weird to say that 119 and listen we've got maybe like what how many more weeks have we got left of the year actually developed because when this goes out it'll be kind of like a tuesday or wednesday so we've got like about three yeah, four weeks about, yeah about three weeks i reckon three more weeks left so we've probably got about another in total probably about four episodes left for this year so we've got some great things planned but on today's show as always movie news film reviews We've got a hidden gem and we've got the usual banter. Deval and I just kind of bouncing off of each other. So first of all, we always do this. We always do some shout outs. We love starting the show off with some shout outs. So Deval, take it away. Yeah, I've got a few shout outs this week and a lot of it was uh, reactions on Instagram, actually. Uh, a lot of the Flicksters, they love a bit of the Insta, I've noticed. Mm. So yeah, so a lot of the shout outs were in reaction to... Uh, there's a couple of posts we put out. Uh, one of them was for a documentary called In Search of the Last Action Hero. And that's something we're going to talk about, I think, next week. A uh, really good documentary. Uh, put a post out about it, about, you know, who's your favorite action hero? You know, Arnie, uh, Stallone, Cynthia Ruffrock. Yes, oh, I said that. Man. Cynthia Ruffrock. He was the uh, bomb. Sigourney Weaver, Jean-Claude, Michael Jai White. I mean, there's so many. Uh, but it caused a lot of uh, a lot of uh, conversation. Uh, O'Shea PD said Cynthia Ruffrock, he loves her. Eighties, uh, uh, she she did a lot of mo- a lot of fi- a lot of uh, movies in the, in the uh, like beginning of her career. She did a lot of movies in China, you know. Yeah, man, she was that. A big in Hong in Kong. China, right? yeah, yeah, she was there fighting. She said she got a lot of respect when people found out she could fight just yeah. as good as the guy. I know. So, yeah, we'll, she we'll would kick ass, man, and she was brilliant, man. I remember watching. There was this. Oh shit! I bet it's on the documentary because I'll. Yeah, because you know we're going to speak about this. So I, before we speak about it, obviously I'm going to watch it. But I bet you there's this. Oh man, there's this fight scene she has with. Um, I think it was this Japanese actress. I can't remember, man. And it was mm. always was wicked. I remember that fight scene and it was kind of like, you know, all right, let's see what Cynthia Rotherett's going to do. And man, she was kicking ass, flying kicks, you name it, man. She could do it, man. Yeah, wicked. I love her. Cynthia, the rock. Yeah. Gangster. <laughs> she is the rock. Before it, the rock. Exactly. Uh, we have 79 again. He was saying, uh, Cynthia, Ruff- Cynthia Ruffrock, China O'Brien, what a classic. Yes. He knows about his classic. Uh, black bright. So no, black underscore blight. Uh, commented on saying Stallone was the king of the 80s and 90s. Yeah, he was Again, Rambo, Rocky, you know, all there's so much more tango in cash. Oh my gosh. Yep. 
uh, and then Emmanuel underscore L, well, Emmanuel, we all know who Emmanuel is. Uh, he, <laughs> he commented as well. And then also uh, Charlie Jai UK. Yes. What did she say? She said, uh, I think she was saying that, yeah, this, it was just like an, a crazy time uh, for these movies. And she just like, she's all over it as well. Uh, so yeah, I think she's also loving the eighties style as well. And then also, also somebody put out a post because it was my birthday. So who was a guilty party? <laughs> yes. You weren't me. expecting that, were you, man? You know I what, right? I was just like, that. how can I not, how can I not put something, the, the number, the number one flickster out there, man, without you, this show ain't nothing, right? So listen, man. Yeah, man, that was wicked. You know what? I mean, th- those posts, those guys kind of like mentioning, uh, you know, those eighties movies, man, even today, this day, man. 80s nostalgia you know when you just kind of like watch a movie like Die Hard or you watch like a Rambo movie or something yeah a yeah. lot of the time like you know you you find some holes in those movies right but for for like kind of nostalgia for the feels man those movies mm. you can't mm-hmm. beat them you just can't beat them the feels you said it man the feels, the feels. there's nothing like but, but it's, you know the 80s is making a comeback I mean look at Stranger Things Look at yes. the new Wonder Woman. When that comes out, that's going to be in the 80s, man. 84. I mean, yeah, honestly. So, yeah, I can't, can't wait. Can I wait for that one? All right. Okay. So those are the shout outs, folks. And remember, hit us up on the Twitterverse, on the Instagramverse, on the on the Facebook verse, whatever you want to do it, whatever you want to use, just, just kind of search for us and you can find us there. We'd always love to, to chat to you about films and TVs and stuff like that, right? Okay, so movie news. This is pretty, it like, and it just kind of goes back to that whole thing about the, the, the rebooting, rehashing, looking back to the 80s and Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was this huge man in the 80s. This guy was big, remember Terminator, which put him on the face, you know, of the map. And then obviously you had Predator, you had uh, Raw Deal, you had Conan the Barbarian, all these Ooh. movies coming out of the 80s. And Predator, that movie is still making waves, right? We still talk oh, about that movie. Man, do you know what? Predator will never go. Just the, the, the oh, I mean, this is a monster from space come here to hunt. He <laughs> just wants to hunt. The, the, the tech on it, the, the enormity of that beast. And he, you know, he wants a fair hunt as well. He'll give you, he'll let you have yeah. your weapons. And, and he'll respect you. Yeah, if you put up a fight, he'll re- the guy will respect you as well. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So what's going on then? So we, are we seeing yeah. kind of like a comeback of Arnie or what? Or Well, even in our anniversary corner, actually, Predator is going to be there. So we'll mention it there. But before that, yes, Disney now own Fox and uh, Disney own Predator. And uh, they are going to make a new Predator movie, from what I understand. And you know what? I heard it's going to be or maybe a prequel to the first 1987 Predator with, with, with Arnie. So, yeah, I mean, who knows what's gonna, who's going to starve in it, where it's going to be. But if it's going to be a, a prequel, again, like you said, it's going to be old school. Maybe it's going to be based in the 80s. Who knows? But they are, there is reports that Disney want Arnie and even possibly Adrian, uh, what's his name, Broody? Yeah, yeah. Adrian Brody back in a new Predator movie. So I don't know how it's going to work. If it's going to be a prequel, Arnie's going to be old. <laughs> are, are they going to de-age him, man? Nah, come on. Oh, They're going to de-age him? I don't know. But I think it's going to be either or. If it's going to be a prequel, have new people in it. If it's going to be a, not a prequel, then yeah, maybe you can bring them back in some kind of way because they survived, didn't they? So yeah, yeah. But yeah, either way, I want to see a new one because I like Predator. I, do, I really do. Predator's great, man. It's a, it is a great, great storyline. So yeah, hopefully... 
that's going to come out and we will speak about that. All right, now let's speak about Oscar Isaac. Now, this guy, we, he was on our movie news probably like about two or three episodes ago. And we said, listen, Oscar Isaac, he, the, the rumor is that he's going to be cast as Moon Knight for Marvel. And we were kind of having a bit of a discussion about this and, you know, whether or not that was a good thing. But now... There's an, this, again, this is another big thing, and this ties in well with uh, the episode that we had a couple of weeks ago about the, you know, the, the console wars and about PlayStation releasing PlayStation 5. And people will remember Snake, man. Mm-hmm. Solid Snake, Metal Gear Solid, right? This mm-hmm. talk of Oscar Isaac playing Solid, uh, playing Snake. What, what's going on, man? Mm, yeah, he's all up in it, man. He's all up in it. His name is is is, is right, rising, rising high on the, on the stock. But yeah, it's true, man. That's what I hear. Uh, you know, they're going to be making a Metal Gear Solid movie, and they want him to be the star of it, Solid Snake. And I've seen the concept art of it. He looks like you know, it's good like a proper. Uh, sort of gruffly kind of low beard and he's got the eye patch and stuff. He looks convincing, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But do you know what? I don't know what it is. Maybe Apocalypse for me ruined Oscar Isaac because I you know watched what? that recently. Him, you know? It was mm. on TV. I watched it. Man, I couldn't deal with it. I was just like, no, 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 mm. no, 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 man. So yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it ruined it for me. It ruined him. I mean, he's a good actor, but for me, do you know what? I, I just... It just ruined it. I can't see him as as Snake. Solid Snake is a big guy. Big. If anything, it's got to be the guy. What's his name? Uh, uh, the guy that's meant to be Death Death Shot or Deathstroke. Oh, what Manja? Uh, yes, Manginello. Manginello. Yeah, he man. Is. He would be a great Snake. Trust me, him. He needs to be the guy. Yeah, he would be. That would be great. Person producing is this guy called Avi Arad, and Avi Arad Devado. This is a guy behind Spider the Spider Man movies, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, was like executive producer. He, he yeah. was a bit like he was a bit like the the Kevin, Kevin Feige, Feige. Of, back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So listen. Uh, obviously, you know, fans, you know, gamers out there, you know, you're going to probably be excited about the fact of seeing a Metal Gear Solid, you know, live action thing. So me too. So we'll kind of keep you posted on that one. The other big news now. Let's speak about this, Devado. We'll spend a couple of minutes just speaking about this now. The huge, this is probably like going to be industry defining, probably mm-hmm. shaking up the industry. Warner Brothers have reportedly decided all the movies that they were going to release in 2021 in the cinema, they mm. decided to do a simultaneous release on cinema and HBO Max. That's, if that's not yeah. a drop the mic moment, man, what I don't know what is, man. Seriously, what what's you, you going on? You need your mic, please don't drop it. <laughs> what's <laughs> going on with otherwise. the world, man? Yeah, honestly, well, with Wonder Woman, that's going to start it, isn't it? So Wonder Woman's going to be the, I guess, the tester to see how this really works out. But from what I hear, yeah, they, like you say, they're going to drop simultaneously. Think first, they'll drop it in the cinema, and maybe a week or two later, it will come out on HBO Max. I'll quickly run through what what we're Do expecting it. next year. Uh, Tom and Jerry in March, uh, the Many Saints of Newark. Remember the uh, the, the Sopranos, Sopranos sort of prequel. That's in March as well. Godzilla versus Kong. That's in May. The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Oof. Oh. That's going to be in June. Space Jam. The new, a new Legacy. That's going to be in July. We've got Suicide Squad or The Suicide Squad in August. We've got Dune in in October. We've got King Richard. That's uh, uh, Richard Williams. Uh, Serena Williams. Venus Williams is dad. Yep. Uh, Matrix 4 in December so next year and obviously going on from there as well other ones that haven't been confirmed we've got Mortal Kombat you know so yeah man it's going to be a decent <sighs> year I think you know the way the way of the world has now changed it's not like it used to be you know, going to the cinema and consuming yeah. you know movies that way so now this could be the new norm 
Wow, man. And I, I wonder, I wonder what the other studios are like people like Disney. I mean, what are they probably thinking? Like they're going to wait and see what happens like Paramount, like, you know, all the, all those kind of like big company universal. Would you reckon they, they, they do. I reckon if this is, a, if this model proves to be successful, they may follow suit because people like Disney have put themselves in a position to have a good, you know, base on subscri- subscriptions when it comes to Disney plus and obviously Netflix has as well. But uh, you know, these companies that have their own platform, Disney, you know, they make and they have their own platform. So for them, just like HBO and Warner Brothers, they're, you know, I think they're in a good position. So we'll see if maybe the Marvel films, you know, if they come out on, on Disney Plus as well, you know, Black Widow still hasn't come out yet, has it? Yep, 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 yeah, yeah. Wow, man, that is, that's, that's huge. Big news, man, for the industry. And a lot of people probably out there thinking, oh, right, great, you know, I don't have to go to the cinema. You know, I can watch it at home. But remember, these movies are going to cost you. Uh, do you remember the cost of, there was, there was a Disney, they released the movie Mulan. Mulan. I think it was, yeah, yeah. Mulan. So did you remember what that what the price for that one was, by the way? It was quite steep, wasn't it? Wasn't it like £25 or something or, or right. 25 or $30 or something? I think because they knew that a lot of people will, you know, be able to be able to take advantage of it. So they didn't charge like the price of one ticket as it, you know, as it would be. So yeah. they, they kind of hiked up the price, but damn, mm, interesting right. times. Interesting times. Right. We'll keep you posted on that one. Now let's move on to Spider-Man 3. Alfred Molina, this guy played Dr. Octopus in the Tobey Maguire movies, the Sam Raimi movies. But Deval, I mean, what, is he coming back? What's going on? Yeah, man. Dark Ark. Dark Ark is supposed to be making a return. And this is, but this is pretty much, I don't want to say 100% confirmed, but you know what? I, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. It's, it's reported that it's going to be returning, but we, we've already seen uh, that, you know, Jamie Foxx's Electro is going to come back. And you know what? Whether it's going to be a, a, you know, a notable role or maybe just, you know, a cameo, who knows? Because I think there's going to be some, you know, multiverse type situations going on, I think, in the next Spider-Man. That's what my guess is. So, yeah. and also, you know, with the, uh, the snap that's happened, who knows how that, you know, unsettled things. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Doc Ock, I, Spider-Man 2, the Sam Raimi ones, that's one of the, that was one of my favourite ones yeah, for a long time. One. That was great a really one. good one. So, Alfred Molina, yeah, he'll do a good job. He's a good actor. He he's, he's been around yeah. for a while. He's a great actor. So, he'll kind of bring that maniacal little face. When he puts on those goggles, man, he, he, and when you look at the... Um, uh, the the comic books and you see the kind of similarities mm. there man yeah it all works uh all right let's move on to kind of disney let's move on to marvel sorry and let's speak about hawkeye now there's been some set pictures being released if you go online you can see jeremy renner mm. and mm. it's probably it's now probably yes yeah, it's, it's confirmed Haley steinfield is going to be playing his daughter in the hawkeye tv show and there's kind of like a um it's kind of like some set photos of them walking down the streets of New York. And, you know, so people are kind of like obviously going mad over this. So we know that Hawkeye's coming. We know that she's going to be his daughter, Kate Bishop, and um, she's going to be the new Hawkeye. But there's other kind of casting rumors or confirmations, Devaldo. What, what are those? Tell us. Mm, oh, my gosh. Do you know what? I cannot wait. Yes. Uh, do you know... <laughs> Florence Pugh, let me, let, me, let me just spit it out. Florence Pugh, who's going to be in Black Widow, who's meant to be their new Black Widow. Yeah. She's also joining the Hawkeye wow. Disney show. And it kind of makes sense because, you know, Black Widow and Hawkeye in the Disney 
uh, sort of, you know, Marvel Avengers and stuff like that. They've got a good relationship. Obviously, yeah. you know, um, Booker, is it Bucharest or Budapest? Budapest, I think, yeah. Like, like Budapest, you know, they've got like a, a history, haven't they? So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, with the passing of Black Widow in Endgame that, you know, Hawkeye does lean into trying to guide the, the next Black Widow uh, mm. forward in her, you know, career. So I'm not surprised at that one. But, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a few more names to pop up on that list. As you said, they just started filming it. Uh, so this is going to come out probably. Yeah, so we're going to get uh, One Division first, I think, and then Winter Soldier. And, and, and then maybe this. So yeah. this is going to probably come out you know, at some point, you know, in the sort of autumn of 2021, I should think. Yeah, so with that, there's... Um, wait, who else was there? So there was... Oh, that was it. The other actress, Vera Farminger, is probably... Uh, is, uh, oh, already been, yeah. Oh, hello, yeah. Papi. Mm-hmm. I know, man. She's great. So it says over here... So I'm just reading the blurb. So Pew is re- reprising her role as Yelena Belova, sister of Black Widow. Uh, yeah. Farminger uh, will play Eleanor Bishop, Kate Bishop's mother. And um, there's going to be someone called Fra Fee. Have, do you know who this is? Fra Fee? Mm, no, no. Fra Fee, she is, is cast as Kazi, a villain also known as the clown. Mm-mm. Their version of the Joker. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, oh, um, yeah, man. No, I mean, very far. She's good, you know, because she, she can like, I think she, I guess, I guess she's going to be like a Russian person, isn't she? Yeah. Cast. I think she she has that kind of look. So yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good cast actually. Yeah. Really good casting. Um, I watched uh, what was she in just recently? Uh, Godzilla, King of the um, yeah, 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 yeah. She was just in that kind of uh, I saw her in that, and obviously she's been in the Conjuring universe and yeah, The Departed. Mm. So yeah, she's great. So yeah, we'll keep you posted on that one. And now Charlie Booker, he's uh, black. Uh, um, what was it? Black, Black Mirror. Black, uh, Black, Black Mirror, that's it. Yeah, I was going to say Black yeah, I Widow. Gonna, I was going to say Black Widow as well. Yeah. So kind of like, how many seasons has this gone on for now? Uh, it's like four Ooh, seasons, five? Or? About four. I think about four. Yeah. 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 And then there was that standalone uh, one that came on. Bandersnatch, yeah. Yeah, that was really interesting where you kind of control the events of the, uh, you know, the unfolding story, which was like really, really great. But now, because he's teaming up with, re-teaming up with Netflix, right, for something to Yeah, so, yeah, he's a really good writer and, and producer of these sort of crazy kind of shows, Black Black Widow, I mean Black, <laughs> Black Mirror. <laughs> but yeah, so he's just cut to the chase. Uh, he's going to produce a mockumentary on Netflix about 2020. I mean, the year is not over yet, so anything could happen, but it's been a crazy year from the get-go. Lots of events have happened this year. Many events that we're still living with have changed history as we know it. Uh, and yeah, I think the, doc- the, the, the mockumentary, I, I reckon, is going to be really good because his writing and his sort of mind about making things a bit twisted and, you know, yeah. but also keeping it quite grounded, you know. So I think it could be a good one. I'm not sure when it's going to come out. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this one a yeah, lot. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he's, you know, when he writes something, you know, it's going to be kind of like uh, a commentary on something like, you know, what's going on around the world, but also yeah. twisted yeah. in a way. Yes. So that's yes. going to be great. Uh, so yeah, we'll keep you posted on that one. Now, this one, this is this was obviously kind of you know lit up the the internet and Twitter and stuff like that. So Elliot Page, people will will know this name now. Uh, we'll need to know this name because um, mm-hmm. Elliot used to go by the name of Ellen, Ellen Page, who recently wrote on on Twitter or, or on social media 
just to say, I want to share with you that I'm trans. My pronouns are he, they, and my name is Elliot. So Ellen Page, who you may remember from Juno, from Umbrella Academy, from X-Men movies, you know, she's Elliot now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's something that, you know, happens a lot uh, in today's society. There's, uh, you know, things that, that awareness and, and the... Uh, you know, just like how you define yourself and so on. You know, it's 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 a it's, it's a new age compared to you know Definitely. like a hundred years ago, fifty years ago, even maybe twenty thirty years ago. So, yeah, she's come out and she's uh, she's you know she's being proud of who she is. And I wonder what kind of uh, roles perhaps this may influence her. Sorry, oh my gosh, she's did it. But influence <laughs> him getting in the future. Oh, I'm learning, man. We're no, learning. I'm, we're I'm all learning. Get, I'm don't. In 10 years now. Don't, 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 hit, don't, hit, don't kind of, man, don't, don't like, you know, knock us down, right? We're just all learning. <laughs> but you know, the one thing, about I'm so glad that you just said that because you know the reason why. I was thinking, yeah. oh my God, Umbrella Academy, like what's going to happen? And apparently mm. Netflix, what they've turned around and said was that um, because, because Elliot played uh, Van- Vanya Harding in... Mm. Um, mm in the Umbrella Academy, who's, who's, who's female. So no. they've said that they're not going to change the character and Elliot will still play that character. So I was like, okay, great. That's like, cause I, cause I'm, I really, really got into that show now. Mm, and okay. um, yeah, man, it's, it's good. It's great. So that, that's good news. And, um, but yeah, the fact that she came out and like you said, it's kind of like a changing world where people now can, you know, famous people, actors can have, yeah, yeah. Uh, a career after coming out because w- before, if you came out as you know, like gay or anything like that, man, that's it. Your career mm. was over. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yes, that's all great stuff over there. Uh, what else we got on the news? All right, let's speak about this now. Universal, Universal mm-hmm. Studios. Remember those guys? They've been behind some huge, massive movies. They have been behind some really, really big flops. Van Helsing was a huge flop for them and people will, might remember this but it starred Wolverine so Hugh Jackman what they did was Hugh Jackman was this huge massive you know movie star he was doing really really well with the X-Men movies and Universal said hey you know let's, let's throw 20-30 million at uh, Hugh Jackman and let's bring him on to do Van Helsing you know the the vampire killer basically and um, yeah, it didn't do really well. So it was just kind of done and dusted. But now there's talk of a Van Helsing reboot directed by uh, Julius Avery, who brought us, do you remember that World War II zombie movie, Overlord? Oh yeah, yeah, that was all right. Yeah, that like was that. all right. And mm. produced by none other, James Wan. Oh, there you go. That's there gonna be good go. already. Exactly. So I don't think uh, most likely Hugh Jackman won't be in this. So they'll probably recast it. But yeah, man, I mean, with those guys on board, I'm sure, you know, it, it can't be get, it can't be any worse than than Van Helsing. Right. So like, you know what? That's all great news. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Not only are we going to see Van Helsing, but there's rumors of Scorpion King coming back. Do you remember Scorpion King? Remember Dwayne The Rock Johnson? He was kind of like you know, oh. the beginning of his career. You know, um, you know, he was getting big, right? I mean, he wasn't, yeah. he, he was in The Mummy Returns, I think. Do you remember there was that kind of the beginning segment of The Mummy Returns? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he was kind of like in this kind of like CGI bit. And then they decided, oh, you know what, right? Let's, let's, he deserved his own movie. Let's, let's make the Scorpion King movie. I don't think it did really well, but this talk of them 
bringing that back, which is great. You know, do, do you think they would bring him back though as, as the Scorpion King? Nah, I don't know. You know, I can't see that happening. I can't see it. I think he's, he's put, maybe they'll recast, I reckon. I can't see him doing it. Yeah, I can't see it. He's done with that. This is crazy, right? But just so that you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, um, his films gross nearly $4 billion domestically and $10 billion worldwide. Serious? And he's booked up all the way up until 2022. So even if he was <laughs> going to be in this movie, even when's he going to do it? It would, ha- it would happen in 2023. Oh my gosh, this guy, you know, and he's making, he's doing his, his, his whiskey, is it whiskey or the tequila? He's got his tequila, he's got his other show. Everyone's got this a guy, drink, mate. man. McConaughey's got oh, one. Um, Deadpool's got one. Like, you know what, man, they've all got one. So uh, yeah, man, we'll kind of keep you posted on that one. And finally on movie news, bit of a sad note, David Prowse, who was the actor who played Darth Vader, died aged 85 so the mm. iconic role you know the obviously the voice was james Earl jones you know got that deep whenever you hear james Earl jones voice man you know it's yeah. just synonymous with darth vader right and obviously you know they i think he, he was an he was an english actor right uh, david prouse is that right deval yeah i believe so yeah yeah obviously this iconic role could they bring darth vader back now what how would they do that well, I guess someone always wears it, you know. Yeah. You, you ain't got to see his face, so I think they could easily they could easily do it, you know. Yeah. But um, would we yeah. would fans wanna like, you know, do we need to see like Darth Vader again, like, or is that just kind of like gone now, that whole kind of era? Uh yeah, I hear what you're saying, because it's kinda of like, you know, we, we moved on from that. Um I shouldn't think he needs to come back for anything, but you just never know. The way they always do these prequels and stuff and like, even with with uh, with Rogue One, we didn't we didn't think we were going to see him, but we saw him, and you know that was it. So you never know, but yeah, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's, he's a legend for Star Wars. He was also in a Clockwork Orange as well, you know. Oh shit! No, I didn't even know that. Also that, but yeah, he's a legend for the Star Wars guys. Yeah, you know? exactly. All right, okay. So uh, rest in peace, there, David. All right, okay. Let's move into box it, watch this, and Devaldo, yes. you're going to tell us about Alien Worlds. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is the show that we spoke about. Uh, I think a couple of weeks ago to say that it was coming out. This is a really clever show. Really clever show. It's on Netflix. It's uh, a documentary uh, that looks at uh, wildlife. Really it looks at wildlife. It's narrated by Sophie. Okanedo. Originally, I don't know why I thought it was narrated by David Attenborough, but it's not. But uh, yeah, it's basically wildlife showing uh, how wildlife uh, exists and in- interacts with its environment. So on Earth, you have wildlife, you know, in water, and you have wildlife in the desert. And certain wildlife in the desert, for example, they have you know evolved to you know live in those harsh environments where you know you're not going to get a drink for you know, a week or something. Some some creatures, like when there's a scorpion that can live without eating for a month. I mean, Whoa. it's crazy. And but this the thing about this show is that they they look at uh different planets that out that are out there in in the in the universe and they look at what those planets uh may consist of, like you know, the oxygen and nitrogen and and how close it is to different to the sun and stuff like that. And they look at how the wildlife might be if it was to exist on those planets. So on planets that are, you know, richer in oxygen, you know, some of the creatures on those planets may be bigger and have more energy because the oxygen levels are higher and stuff like that, you know, or planets where, the, you know, the sunlight isn't really that 
great and you know they're, they're in darkness 24 7 so they'll, they'll all you know evolve to have like great night vision and all that kind of stuff you know so it's just really really clever how the how the actual documentary explains it and they bounce back between earth and then these other planets and it shows you the the comparisons you know so yes yeah, it's, it's really I, I recommend it it's really good really involving yeah I don't know, we don't, we don't get to kind of like see probably a lot of this stuff, you know, kind of like, you know, the animal world and, you know, the animal kingdom and stuff like that and planet Earth and, you know, all those documentaries and stuff. So this kind of like adds to all of that. So, um, yeah, man, this is, this, I've read some really good stuff about it. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be on the watch list. Let's have a look at some trailers or well, stuff that's new on, on streaming platforms. And I've got kind of two that I just want to kind of briefly mention. The first one is Mank. I haven't seen this movie, but people are talking about this. So David Fincher, he he kind of did, um, people might remember him obviously for Zodiac, for uh, Seven and mm. Mindhunter. Oh. Mindhunter's brilliant, by the way. If you haven't seen that, go check it out. But he's come back and he's, uh, you know, he teamed up with Netflix again. And he's, you know, brought us this movie called Mank. It's filmed in black and white about the 30s heyday of Hollywood filmmaking focuses on this guy called Howard Mankiewicz, um, who, you know, his nickname is Mank, you know, hence the title of the film. And you know what? It's just basically, you know, uh, his his life through that whole era and his whole host of actors, and there are too many to mention right now. This is gaining, like, you know, Oscar buzz. People are saying this is kind of, you know, tip to win stuff at the um, Toronto Film Festival, which is usually kind of before the whole Oscar stuff goes on, and then obviously do really well. Uh, you know, at the Oscars. And I think Netflix are hoping that this does win a lot of awards, you know, just to kind of lift the profile of Netflix, just to say kind of like, hey, we're a streaming flat platform, but we can make Oscar winning stuff. So um, yeah, man, there's a good chance that, you know, this could win. I, like I said before, I haven't seen it. It's just been released. And um, go check it out. If you have, let us know what you think. Deval, have you seen the trailer for it, by the way? I haven't, you know, no, I haven't. I, I need to catch it. Uh, but, but one person that's going to star in it is called Tuppence Middleton. And she's actually in the film we're going to talk about later, uh, Possessor. But just the name, because I, I, I just remember Tuppence. the name, Tuppence Middleton. Such a posh name. name, isn't it? Tuppence. I know. It's mad. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, and the next yeah. one that I want to speak about is, is this documentary called The Ripper. And uh, I'm not talking about Jack the Ripper. I'm talking about the oh. other famous Ripper. This guy, man, Peter Sutcliffe, he was a serial killer. Yeah, man, this is like, this is, this is, this is scary shit as well. So Peter Sutcliffe, he was a serial killer in, um, so in a span of five years, he killed like about 13 people and attempted like 10 other murders between 1975 and 1980. Eventually he was found, he was, he was obviously, um, convicted and he was given like like 20 life sentences basically and um and one of the things that when i was doing the reading up on this he said in his kind of trial and everything he said that he heard the voice of god Uh -uh. he heard the voice of god telling him to kill prostitutes but the thing is it's a it's a a perspective thing which god exactly it's it's god but i mean there's you know, the underworld, people could say that the God of that underworld, maybe it was that, that God he was hearing. I know. That's crazy. Crazy. Is this the Moors murders or someone else? 
The, uh, no, is this the Wars Blood? Is it? Maybe it was, but but yeah, is is um, is basically that whole era mm. of from nineteen seventy five. You know, the, there was panic. There was, you know, the the public were like, you know, gripped by this whole thing yeah. because it could, you know, any woman. So he he targeted women, and at first he he did just target just prostitutes, but then he started mm. kind of straying a bit, and then he just attacked and killed and you know murdered just Gosh. normal women. So and um, he died recently. This guy. The what, in sorry? prison, he died recently in prison. Yeah, I think he did. He died on the thirteenth of thirteenth of November in Durham. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now? Yeah, yeah. This is it. And this guy. And if you Oof. type in right, check this out. If you type in the Yorkshire Ripper into Google, and the first picture that comes up, you know what? The picture he looks like flipping Wolverine. This is what's so scary about mm. it. He looks mm. like Hugh Jackman in Wolverine because he's mm. got this beard. He's got this thing growing like almost afro type hair going and mm, i'm like what mm. the hell man this is crazy but yeah so um that's coming out on um netflix i like imminently by the time you hear this show i think it's already going to be out. but it looks okay. mad i want to watch this all right devaldo let's talk about anniversary <laughs> corner what are we doing yeah so we kind of hinted uh <laughs> to it earlier and this is 10 years now 2010 so where were you when this came out this is predators uh and this one starred uh, Adrian Broody, Lawrence Fishburne, Topher yeah. Grace, otherwise known as Venom, yeah. uh, Alice Braga, who's in Queen of the South. Uh, and yeah, I mean, also it's got Danny Trejo. Danny Ooh, Trejo. Ooh, Danny man. Trejo. And Maharshala Ali. Oh, yeah. shit. He was in this too. Oh, yeah. Blade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, imagine Blade versus Predator. Oh. That would be a battle. That would be a good battle. <laughs> But yeah, this, this came out uh, 10 years ago and this was about a group of, you know, this one tried to take it back to the original Predator because they were, they were in a jungle, weren't yeah, they, in this one? Yeah, there was uh, the way they kind of fall down and they're like, yes. like, who are you? And they've this, there was something, the, the, they were chosen. There's a particular reason why they've all been chosen yeah. and you, you, yes. you kind of start learning about the different people and about why they were and who they were in their kind of like past lives type of thing. So yeah, it was interesting, man. Yeah, yeah. Also, I think Robert Rodriguez was somehow involved in this one. I think he produced it. So uh, yeah, yeah, man. Okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, damn. Man. But this this was a decent film. The, the music. There were some bits of the music. I think that was quite reminiscent. Even the actual cast. The cast kind of. They wanted to kind of reflect. You know, the '87 one. Adrian Brody was like the American. You know, you know the oh American American kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, Maharshala Ali was a bit like. Uh, I want to have me some fun. I want to have me some fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot his name now. Uh, yeah, exactly. Had Alice Braga, who was like the his the Latina lady. Yeah, the Latina. They had uh, to bring that vibe. Tofa, in. Yeah, exactly. Topher Grace. Topher he was like, like he was like Shane a, Black. Exactly. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Joker kind but, of thing. Yeah, he was a Joker type, and he. I think he was like, was he like a serial killer or a murderer or rapist yeah, or something? It was something. Some, it some was something. Of, they, were, they were all kind of twisted, weren't they? Yeah. All kind of Danny Trejo. He, I think they're trying to make him a bit like uh, um, the Native American the, 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 guy that oh was in the last gosh, time. Yeah, man. Billy. Billy, Billy or something his name Billy, was? Over Billy. there. Over here. And the tank bleed. Oh, yeah. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they tried. I mean, it was it had, it had its moments. I had, had the Predator moments. dogs, didn't they, in this one? Yeah. yeah. The Predator dogs. And oh, my God. It had its moments, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this one. But yeah, Predator, Predators 2010. Go check it out, man. Uh, yeah. Next one is The Cell, man. And um, I think this is kind of like, a, is it? Yeah, it's a bit underrated, this movie. It's, it's like visually, mm -hmm. 
I, yeah, what yeah. I remember about this movie was the fact that visually, man, I was like, wow, this movie looks Beautiful. amazing. Beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. You know, Jennifer Lopez, Vince Vaughn, and Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays this mad, like, serial killer who's, who's, um, hang on, they go in, they go inside his brain, right? They do some yes. sort of experiment or something. I can't yeah, remember what it was. Yeah, like how, uh, Oh, I don't know. How do, how do you describe it? Is it not Matrix? I guess they, yeah, they plug into his brain to try and find out because I think someone else is missing or something or there's some other crime going on or they try to find out where someone's hidden or something like that. But they're trying to get into his mind and his mind is a twisted place. It's a twisted place. It's like Freddy Krueger and and uh, I don't know what other film mixed up, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Possessor. We're going to talk about Possessor later. Yeah. And in in the cell, they kind of, do similar things that they're doing possessor they in, infiltrate a host and they try and do shit you know so it's a bit of a madness but it's a classic kind of horror sci-fi kind of you know combination which is again similar to possessor as well but like you said it was a really beautiful film really underrated vince yeah. vaughn in it as well a bit of a joker but he was in it uh yeah beautiful film really good yeah yeah man it was good i remember watching this in the cinema yeah go check that one out it's kind of yeah, different. It's not going to like a typical crime thriller. There's kind of, mm. you know, all these little twists and turns in there as well. So yeah. Uh, and there's a question in there, Devaldo, can a serial killer have a part of them, which is innocent? Yes, I believe so. I believe so. There you go. I believe so. Because the, 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 they were born innocent. So I think that that innocence somehow is locked in there somehow. Yeah. There is something, the things that they still, they still care for. I mean, some of these serial killers still, they still have cats and they love their cats and they feed their them and they take care of them. And, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. There's another one. Um, all right. Next up, a hollow man 20 years ago. Now this movie was on the TV. I watched this recently, probably like say probably about four or five months ago. And it still has kind of like moments in there where I'm like, shit, man, how the hell did they do this with the, with the CGI and everything? There's a bit in there where they, um, they, they've got the technology obviously to turn, you know, someone invisible, but they, what they do is they test yeah. it out on a, on an ape first. When they do that, when that scene comes up, man, the way there's, there's a bit in there where the, the, you know, the, the animal is changing and it's kind of like half of it's invisible, half of it's not. And the way they do that, I was like, wow, man, this is still pretty good. It got slated. This movie got slated mm -hmm. at the box office, uh, and critically as well, but I, there's a lot of shit in there to like, I reckon. It's a good film, I reckon. Yeah. It's, you know what, like you said, the special effects 2000 was really good. Yeah. Really and he's good. really creepy. He's like dark. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah. his name? Um, uh, Bacon. Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. The guy is dark, man. He does shit. Like, you know, without even just like, there's no qualms. Like, you know, he'll go over to another apartment and he'll just like basically rape someone. Mm -mm. That's Crazy. what this guy does. He's unhinged. Yeah. This guy's losing his mind basically as well. So if you haven't seen Hollow Man, go check it out and then watch it. The mm. Invisible Man, which came out last, which came out this year, I think it was. Yeah, it did. Yeah, early this year. Actually, and this one's directed by Paul Verhoeven. Yes. Who was in the documentary that we're going to talk about next week. And he he directed Robocop, Total Recall. Yeah, man. Uh, what else did he direct? Starship Troopers, Starship I believe Troopers, as well. Starship Troopers, yes. Yeah, so he was a, he was an action man, but he actually didn't start out in action. He started out, if you look at his IMDb, he started out doing all kinds of different Soft films born, in Holland. He? Yeah, all kinds of different different stuff. Very, very different to what he ended up doing. But yeah. 
yeah, Paul Verhoeven is a proper, he loves his action. The way he was talking about the action that he likes and what he tries to, you know, achieve in his films. Yeah, he's a decent guy. He is really decent. So Yeah. yeah, nice one. Go check it out. Okay, next movie from 25 years ago, Species. Again, the plot of this movie is kind of like sci-fi horror, kind of horrific. Like, you know, when you see a beautiful woman, but that beautiful woman wants to basically mate you and kill you and basically, you know, spawn the next generation of, you know, subspecies, whatever. What the hell are you going to do? But listen, I mean, we spoke about Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina's in this movie. Michael Madsen, Ben Kingsley, mm-hmm. Natasha Henstridge. She plays the beautiful killer, basically. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, it was just like, um, she's seductive. She's a human hybrid. And she, she when she mates with, with, with someone, do, does she then kill that person, if I can remember? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's done, all she wants is their seed, and then she's done with them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all she... Oh, that she wants. It's another it <laughs> Oh, my gosh, man. Literally, that that's a song for this, oh, for this, that is... for this film. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? What was that band again? Oh my god! UB forty or something? No, it wasn't UB forty. No, no, no. Aswad? No, it wasn't Aswad. No. Oh shit! That's gonna get me. Um, the blonde hair. She was a blonde haired singer in there. How is it? Oh, I don't oh, know, man. Oh god, I can't remember. But listen, um, yeah. So this movie, you know, it was. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that she wants leave her that is it. <laughs> and it kind of reminds me of the um this uh what was the what was the, what was the um you know the one filmed in scotland with uh black widow what was that one again oh that was uh oh, i can't remember what it's called now but that, that was a oh yeah it's similar oh, it bugged me now but yeah yeah that, that was a good but that's film. obviously a better movie very sci-fi very sci-fi yeah very sci-fi. We'll get it. We'll get it soon. It'll come. It'll come. It'll come to us. So yes, yeah, so go check this one out. It's got you know great characters, great actors in there. You know, Forrest Whitaker's in there as well, and they're trying to obviously contain the situation as best as they can. Uh, mm. You know, get the military personnel involved in that, and obviously thinking, always thinking about weaponizing it because that's obviously yeah. you know what they do. I think <laughs> there was a species two. I'm not, I can't remember if she came back for species two or uh, you know species three or whatever it was, but they kind of like had a couple of sequels. So, yeah. um, but obviously the original was the best. Now, uh, talking about sequels, let's speak about this one. We already mentioned mm. Predators. Arnie under Star- the Skin, that's what it was called. Sorry, Under, under the, the skin. skin, that was Garlic it. Hansen, yeah, sorry, really just popped into movie. my head. So yeah, so we've already spoken about Predators. We spoke about Predator with Arnie at the beginning of the show, but Predator Part 2. Man, I have Mm -hmm. got a soft spot for this movie. Man, I remember watching this movie, Danny Glover. So so they passed the mantle on. So whereas the original starring Arnie, it was set in the jungle. This one is set Mm -hmm. in the kind of the urban jungle. I remember this. Los Angeles, you know, with the concrete, you know, with the heat and all this stuff going on. So the predator, he's, you know, he finds a new kind of like hunting ground. And then you've got this war going on, this drugs war going on with the uh, with with the Jamaicans, and you've got the um, with the. Do you remember what the other side was? Oh no, it was it was uh, the police. It, it, I yeah, think yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I think it was just the kind of the police. You know, uh, Danny Glover. He's kind of like you know part of this team where they're trying to obviously 
stop the flow of the gang war, you know, and drugs and mm. stuff, you know, getting involved. And then in the midst of all that, you've got this flipping predator, seven foot tall predator. He's hunting mm. people down. And by the end of the movie, it's Danny Glover versus the predator. Whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who doesn't want to watch that? Mm. Crazy, crazy. But then we had that reveal when he went into the spaceship and we saw the different, you know, the collect the things that he's collected from different planets and was an alien head there as well. That was it. And then after that, that's what spawned the whole comic books and this whole talk. Mm. Oh, when are they going to do an alien versus predator? And then eventually years, years, years later, they did do obviously alien versus predator. So Mm. that was the gem that was, that was the germ of the whole kind of that, that whole idea was seeing the alien skull and everyone's mm. mind was blown. It was like, shit, the predator, you know, encountered the alien. Hmm. Crazy. Great, great. Love that movie. They, they Love they it. Ripped someone, they, they ripped someone's head off and the, yes, the, spine. the spine was attacked. You see the spine <laughs> and everything like that. Gary Boosie in this, Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton. Um, yeah. yeah, man, Bill Paxton in this. Um, oh, my gosh. Man, great. Seriously, great action. Uh, but go nice check that one, one out. Though. All right, okay. Now, uh, what are we doing for time, Devaldo? Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, we've got right. a time, a, now a time for our main movie review. The main event. All right, okay. So Devaldo mm-hmm. and I went out and watched this movie. This movie is called Possessor, directed by Brandon Cronenberg. We've spoken about Brandon Cronenberg on this um, on the show before. He directed a movie that I spoke about a while ago now called Antiviral. That was his film debut. This is his second movie. And it stars Andrea, Ro- is it Rox Riseborough? Andrea Riseborough? Yeah, that's it. Andrea Riseborough. And um, yeah, uh, Christopher Abbott. Christopher Abbott. And it's this sci fi body horror. And hmm. man, you know what, right? I didn't know anything about this movie. So what I just kind of saw was, you know, it was directed by Brandon Cronenberg. It's his second movie. It's sci fi, you know, this body horror. I saw the trailer. I said, like, you know what? I want to watch this movie. It's, it's set in a world where, you know, a world of, co- you know, uh, kind of like corporate espionage where you could pay a company who sends an assassin mm. who uh, it, their mind is transported to anyone and then that person can then carry out uh, assassinations. Mm. And uh, if you want someone dead or if you want to get information, extract information possibly, then you could you know, do this procedure. So Andrea Riseborough, uh, she works for this company. We don't know the name of the company, but it's kind of, you know, set in, I'm assuming the future or even could be now. We don't know what the era is, but she plays an assassin and she's really good at her job. She's already done loads of jobs before. She's been doing this job for a while. And the movie starts off with this job. And uh, I was like really intrigued. Like her brain is transparent blinded or transported somehow called a process called binding i think it is she Mm. possesses another body and you know this person she's seemingly she's walking somewhere and the job is that she's got to kill someone and the first like kind of like five or ten minutes of the movie you're like oh shit this is going to be this type of a movie yeah it's a brandon cronenberg it's a cronenberg movie there's going to be blood there's going to be guts. Mm. There's going to be blood. There's going to be like gore, like you name it, man. And believe you me, there's loads of blood in this movie. Devaldo, mm. am I right in saying that? Mm. And it's not like, it's not those special effects blood. This is all practical <laughs> effects. Yeah, it's crazy. 
crazy, crazy practical players. So, um, so yeah, so, this, so Andrew Riseborough, her, she plays Voss and, um, you know, she basically gets sent out, uh, you know, to do these jobs and her boss is Jen Jennifer Jason Lee. After she's done these jobs, she's got to have these kind of like one-to-one -one interviews with her. And the, the purpose of these interviews is just to kind of make sure that Voss is, is still there. And when I mean still there, I mean in the mind. Because she does these assassinations and because she does these jobs, part of her mind there's a chance mm. that part of her mind could still can stay behind in these people. And, you know, she has these artifacts, she has these things and, you know, she gets asked these questions like, so what is this and what is that? And can you remember this? And there's a point in, in her interview where the manager's character says, you know, you, you're, you're not with your partner anymore. You split up. And she's like, Oh, I forgot. So clearly you can see there's some sort of kind of, you know, mm. a, um, what's the word, Devaldo? Discombobulated. Discombobulated. Yeah. So there's there's some sort of kind of there's something going on in the mind where it's not all there, right? But mm. she gets chosen to do another big job, and this is like the big job. She's got to go into a man's body this time, who oh. is, and this man is dating the daughter, like you know, the CEO is this big company, and who's the CEO? Sean Bean. <laughs> this guy Sean Bean he gets a bad time in all movies man this yeah, he guy does, he does, he does, he does he right does. and um, so she so Andrew Riseborough character Voss she's got to go into this guy's body she's got to she's got to kill the daughter she's got to kill the CEO and then she's got to kill then she's got to basically make sure that the guy kills himself to make it all look like as if this is all like, yes. you know yeah. one, plan. one big thing <laughs> good plan right and the movie then kind of unfolds in in spectacular fashion because obviously it goes off in different directions and there's this kind of conflict. There's the, the possession, you know, it starts unraveling, you know, the person starts taking back control. So we're now th talking about like, you know, who's who's in control over here? Is it Andrew Riseborough's, uh, you know, characters? Is she in control or is it, you know, uh, the other person? So there's this whole idea about possession and about who is being possessed. But a man, the movie was, was crazy weird, man. It's like hmm. the, the, the killings devoured, man. The, like she loves stabbing. The, the, killing, the killings were graphic. They were excessive and they were a bit old school in their style in that the, the, the blood and effects was all, was all practical. Uh, at certain scenes when the knife will go in or someone will get shot. There's a scene where someone gets shot in the face and you don't often see that in films. There's no cutaway. You see someone get shot in the face and you see the blood spill out. You know, this is a really graphic film. And with the name Cronenberg behind it, with his, I think it was his dad that made all those, those, uh, the fly and all those films there, people's heads getting blown up. <laughs> I mean, the apple has not fallen far from well, the, tree, the tree, I'm telling exactly. you. And in this film here, it's a really good, like, you know, continuation of, of, of the Cronenberg kind of, you know, style. But uh, do you know what? The, the, towards the end of the film, because what you just, you, you, you sort of just described it really well in how the, 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 the mind may be still attached and stuff like that. And it's not as simple as just stepping in and stepping out and doing the job. And towards the end of the film, it does leave it a little bit open and a bit confusing in, in both ways, not, in, not just the actors, but also with us, we're a bit confused as to what just happened or 
what's going to happen next. And I think it's a really good, really good way that it gets left. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I, I, this, I, I remember chaos. it's this chaos, definitely. And like, you know, the, the murder in this, because that's what it is. It's, it's, yeah, you can say like assassination, but for me, it kind of feels like as if it's like murder. There's, he doesn't uh, shy away from from lingering, this killing in this movie, but I mean, there's repeated, 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 and the blood. I was just like, wow, man, he's not afraid. The director isn't afraid to kind of show that, that violence on screen. Yeah. But yeah. then it also is this kind of idea about she possesses people to do stuff, but at the end of the day, who eventually gets possessed? Is it her? Her mind gets taken over and is there a fight back? And so there's all these kind of questions. Um, at the end of it, there are, like you said, it is a, a bit ambiguous, like in what state of mind, you know, is she left in? Yeah, it's, 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 I actually don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of still like thinking what, I don't know. There could be a sequel to this, you never know. Uh, but yeah, it's quite clever, actually. This film probably, it's more, it's more clever than it actually you know, people will really realise and the fact it's being released during, you know, all these lockdowns and all this madness and the fact it's not a big budget. This could have been a big budget film, but I think it's probably better I mean, better that it's not. Yeah. It's a bit more of an intimate film, a bit more of a hidden gem kind of thing, you know. Definitely. So definitely worth a watch, guys. Give it a watch. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, not for the squeamish, but definitely worth a watch. I really enjoyed it as well. And um yeah, go check it out. It's called Possessor. Um we've got a couple of minutes left. I can try yeah, and squeeze this. Let me try and squeeze this one in. Now, um, this movie, I watched probably like, probably like about, uh, about a month ago. And I, I was obviously, I'm going through this phase now where I'm starting to watch more horror films, Devalda. And a lot of people started speaking about this movie. It's called I Trapped the Devil. It was made in 2019. And for listeners in the UK, I think you can catch this on uh, Now TV. And in the US, if you're listening, you can catch this on Amazon Prime. So uh, the story goes like this. A man is in his house and it's Christmas time and his brother and the brother's wife, they decide to um, check up on, on this guy. There's kind of like this awkward, you know, estrangement of relationship between the two brothers and the guy uh, is acting weird and the brother's asking questions like, how are you? And, you know, you know, how's, you know, this situation, how's that situation? So something's clearly not right going on you know with this guy the brother says to um to you know to his to his brother and says hey listen i've got to tell you something can i trust you and the brother's like yeah of course you can trust me he goes uh, i've got someone in the basement and the brother's like what oh my gosh what are you talking about you've got someone in the basement he goes yeah i've got someone in the basement and the person in the basement is the devil so oh my gosh so when I was watching this movie, I'm like, what the hell? What, what, what's going on? First of all, how the hell do you trap the devil? That, that is like, you know, that, that is the question that I was thinking when I was watching this movie, right? But they do not answer that question, all right? So if you, uh, if you do go out and watch this movie and you're thinking, oh, I want to know how you trap the devil, you, you won't get that. What you will get, though, in this movie is... An independent, low-budget movie, which is slow-paced. It's a slow burner, but the atmosphere behind it. This movie is more of a hidden. It's more hidden than it is gem. But the whole plot line, <laughs> the whole plot line for me was so intriguing that I had to include it in a hidden gems because you know what? You're not likely to catch this movie 
like you know you're just not gonna you're not gonna get it so that's why it's in our hidden gem section but the whole plot line for me is so intriguing so as the movie unfolds the three characters so this movie is takes place in just in one house and it's like upstairs and downstairs they go downstairs to the basement the brother is like no listen we gotta get this guy out you 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 know you're crazy this person is not the devil and but then slowly slowly the other characters, the two other people, the brother and the sister-in-law, they start to notice something, something very, very terrifying, something like unnerving is going on whenever they go down into the basement. And all you can hear is just, a, you can hear a voice and the voice is very, very, very creepy, by the way. And all the voice is saying is, get me out, get me out. I need to get out of it. So, oh my it's it's just like you know that that whole idea it plays on your mind okay is this really the devil or is the brother just really really crazy has he lost his mind because he's going through some trauma which in the movie yeah he does go through some you know prior trauma so for me i was definitely intrigued and you know by the end of it there is this whole culmination and you there is this reveal which i'm not going to reveal right now but if you, you know, give it time and you kind of go into it thinking this is a slow burner and this is an interesting storyline, I think there are things in the movie which you will definitely like. It's, it's kind of like a plot which I haven't really heard of. There, there was kind of like, a, there, there was a Twilight Zone episode which is similar to this, which I thought was kind of interesting. But yeah, man, it's called I Trap the Devil and I, I think it's worth watching because I'm going through this whole horror phase. So if you like your horror movies, uh, you like your slow burners, you like your psychological kind of slow burners, then this is for you. Yeah, go check it out. You know, I love me some horror, so I'm going to be all up over this. Trust me. Yeah, man. Do it, do it, do it. Whew, that's it. That's all we've got time yeah, nice for, guys. Mm, nice one. Good show. You know what? People are getting some good, you know, gems and good movies to watch, you know, in these, you know, funny times, lockdown, no cinema. So, uh, Flixers, let us know what you think. Uh, do you like uh, the movies that we're, we're recommending? And recommend us some of your great and uh, favourite movies, please. Yeah. And uh, listen, I love I loved talking about these movies because, I mean, I wouldn't have known about this movie if someone hadn't told me about it and I did the reading behind it and everything. So, yeah, man. So, uh, if you enjoy the show, like and subscribe, do all that sort of stuff or just get in touch with us. We would appreciate it. All right, Devaldo. I'm out. I'm out, man. I ain't got nothing yeah, more to give. <laughs> All right. Peace out, guys. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flixsters podcast.